Remember, folks, if you're ever around the Dutch, the words what the fuck in Dutch are pronounced what the fuck. And now you know. Hello, and welcome back to the only show that reminds you that bacon grease can be used as lube. Have fun, true believers. Here on the Beer Pod Network! Season 2! Because your theory is, we're going to go down there and have a donkey barbecue, and I'm going to furnish the ass, right? You are not the You don't know where that's been. And a big hello and welcome back for episode 29 of the Peter Pod Network. I am Peter Pod. he's Will in the back, and this week's mascot, the Google search engine. Because if you weren't sure if humanity was doomed before, when you see that someone asked Google who invented walking, the answer gets a whole lot clearer. So we're going to start this week's show with a sort of sad announcement. I have the sad duty to report the Peter Pod Network will be ending after episode 30, aka music episode number three. Will in the back is going to be moving down south, and I'm going to be working on a brand new project that I've been building on my downtime that'll be under the BeaterPod Network banner. And we'll technically be the first spin-off show, so we'll say it now that we thank you for following along with us for 69 episodes, which seems appropriate for this show for so many fucking reasons. The website's going to stay up as well as our profile and other things that have uh, scattered around Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, and elsewhere. So keep an eye on those as I expect the new show to premiere on the same schedule as the Peter Pod Network always has, which means the third week of February, the internet and podcast world should prepare themselves for one hell of a return, because my notebooks are full of ideas that if I were to try them here would completely change the show. So like I said earlier, keep an eye out in late February when we will start to explore the contents of my head, and uh, you might need a helmet. But since we're not ending the show this week, this week we're talking about... Well, all the stories we weren't sure we should air before. But since we're doing our last regular episode, time to have a little fun. So hold on, strap in, and let's just get right to it. Coming to you live from the Peter Paul News Station's world-famous Stage 5, join our hosts in discovering what makes you tick, New Hampshire. Is your neighbor secretly running a Taiwanese brothel out of his basement? He is. Are they open when I get off work tonight? They are. Do we know if they accept checks? They do. Can someone call my wife and let her know I'll be late? On it. This is the PPN News. And first off tonight, we got a really fucked up one for you folks. It's, looks like his name is Salman Mirza 25 of India. Dies after using glue to seal his penis shut instead of a condom in a drug-fueled romp with his girlfriend because it turns out they forgot to bring a condom. That's right, Salman Mirza, 25, reportedly applied epoxy adhesive to his manhood as a substitute for protection to stop his fiancée from getting pregnant before having sex at a hotel in India. And the couple, both reportedly addicted to drugs, checked into the hotel in the neighborhood of Ahmedabad on June 22nd before Mirza was found outside unconscious the following day. After taking drugs, they decided to use strong glue to seal off his private parts during intercourse to avoid pregnancy. According to a senior Ahmedabad city, I think that's how you pronounce the city, city police officer, who said the pair also mixed whitener with the epoxy to inhale it for a kick. Which, that is one hell of a way to do fucking drugs. Several witnesses said the man, along with his former fiancé, both of whom were addicted to drugs, had gone to a hotel. And that officer said, according to the Indian Times, since they did not have any protection, they decided to apply the adhesive to his private parts to ensure that she does not get pregnant. They were carrying the adhesive as they occasionally used it, with Whitener to inhale the mixture for, again, that kick. 
The next day, Mirza was found unconscious in shrubs near an apartment complex by his acquaintance, Firaz Sheikh, who took him home. And, of course, his condition deteriorated, and he was rushed to Soviet Civil Hospital, where he died from multiple organ failure because you're not supposed to fucking do that. And this next one comes out of Louisiana. Sheila Ortega, 72, hadn't been heard from for about a month before her family requested a welfare check on August 15th. Sheriff Tony Mancuso told KPLC-TV that his officers went to the house. There's no car in the driveway and no signs of foul play. Five days later, Ortega's family reported her missing, and on that very day, Christopher T. Cater, 41, was pulled over as he drove Ortega's SUV. The deputy asked Cater if he knew Ortega's whereabouts, and he said he dropped her off in Arkansas to visit some friends and was due to pick her up in a few days. And on that following day, Ortega's van was seen in the parking lot of a mall. And, of course, deputies decided to take a closer look. And, yep. Hi, Sheila, who was, of course, laying dead in the car. Cater admitted to killing uh, Ortega about a month ago and getting several loans using her information. Said he was unsure what to do with the body, so he just decided to drive around with it. Which, if you think about it, she may have stunk like high heaven, but he was able to use the carpool lane. And one of our messier stories at Bangkok's Dongmoing Airport on June 29th, a 57-year-old Thai woman was preparing to board a flight when she became caught in the moving walkway in Terminal 2. And this does happen. People's shoelaces get caught, sometimes the end of the dress or the cuff of their pants. Well, in this lady's case, the lower part of the woman's leg was trapped beneath the belt at the end of the walkway, and they had to chop it off just above the knee. She was then transferred to a hospital to assess the chances of reattaching her leg, and it does not sound like that happened. So the airport, uh, the airport offered its deepest condolences regarding the accident and said the airport would be fully responsible for uh, the victim's medical costs. Because when someone gives you a fucking peg leg, well, they're going to pay for it too. And now, ladies and gentlemen, may we present to you, The Sound Company. Just wait here for the doctor, please. Thank you. Hello, I'm your doctor. What seems to be wrong? There's something in your butt that don't belong. Seems that you may have gotten a little too drunk. And when starts something in your butt, in your butt, in your butt, in your butt, in your butt. Lay down on the table so we can begin. How did you fit something that's this big? You know the nurses are making fun of me because I'm in your butt and I'm elbow deep. In your butt, in your butt, in your butt, in your butt. 
The Bridge of Flowers between Shelbourne and Buckland, Massachusetts, draws walkers from both cities to view the floor alongside the footbridge. Mass Live has reported that now the Bridge of Flowers committee is asking residents not to scatter loved ones' ashes there. Hey, just be happy it wasn't the whole fucking body. It's not healthy, said Carol Angus, co-chair of the committee. The gardeners and volunteers and then expose the human remains, and I think Juan's going to have a fun fucking day when he pulls up a full set of dentures. And the committee is stating that when this does happen, it's very upsetting. But, of course, Juan's future therapist has a different way to describe it. And also tonight, Suffolk, England police have issued a special request to the town council as it considers its turning our town around project, the BBC reported. The area of focus, Harris Square, includes St. Stephen's Church and Graveyard, which police say is a site with high levels of crime and antisocial behavior. In particular, the tombstones are being used as tables to consume alcohol and drugs, and sometimes a site of sexual activity. Police recommended that individual tombstones be enclosed or surrounded by small railings along the top edge to deter such activity which will give that little town a whole new meaning to doing rails. Which actually is the same exact meaning it used to have, so good luck with that one. And now to the great state of Minnesota. Tristan Statina, and I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong, 19, was charged with 5th degree assault. And who knew they went to fucking 5? After an incident at a Mikado, Minnesota restaurant on June 25th, KSTP-TV reported police officers were called to the business after the man allegedly arrived there and began yelling and throwing skittles at employees and customers because he's... 19 going on 5, I guess. One victim said she experienced stinging on the back of her head after being hit with one of the candies, and she's going to have to deal with that because it's a fucking Skittle. Officers who were familiar with Satina found him nearby and placed him under arrest, and because he resisted, he's also charged with obstruction of the legal process and disorderly conduct. But seriously, fucking Skittles? Have fun at jail when you're trying to prove you're a man and you got to explain how you fucking got there. And just to prove that everybody's an asshole... Pavo Arnanmaki, 46, a deputy mayor of Helsinki, Finland, was caught in the act on June 23rd. And no, he wasn't fucking a prostitute. He and a friend spray-painted graffiti in a railway tunnel in the capital city, the Associated Press reported. The Finnish Transport Infrastructure Agency said the cost to clean up the graffiti about $3,830, and I'm wondering what the fuck did he spray-paint to cost that much? And it's not clear if the deputy mayor will face charges. According to him, though, I have committed a crime and bear full responsibility for it. But he ain't stepping out of office, so... Who knows? Please stay tuned after this word from our sponsor. Love is blind. We can find you love in exchange for some money. Hi, my name's Derek, and here at Love is Blind Dating Services, we believe that to find your forever person, you're going to have to spend some money. 
With that in mind, your future someone special just may be out there and we'll find them for you for a nominal fee. Because like we always say, love is blind. We find you love if you give us money. At Love is Blind, you can meet people like Dan. Yeah, so um, this is Dan. I'm 38. I just moved to the area. Um, I work as an IT tech from my office at home. I work out a couple times a week. I uh, try to stay in shape. I'm just looking for someone to connect with, really, and start a new life with. See what's out there. Uh, I'm really just a regular guy. I'm not sure what else to say. Oh, I almost forgot to mention that I'm not allowed to be around kids or computers. Uh, don't ask. It's nothing, really. Well, all right, ladies, better get a hold of Dan now. Sounds like he may not be available for about five to ten years pretty soon. So come on down to Love is Blind on the corner of 38th and Swayze. Love is Blind. We can find you love in exchange for some money. And from the great state of Washington, Emeralds Downs Racetrack in Auburn switched things up on June 25th with a grandparents race, which I hope becomes a more popular thing. It was part of Grandparents Weekend, where Nanas and Pop-Pops received free admittance and could participate in prize drawings. About 25 grandparents competed in the race, charging out of the horse gates, which, I'm sorry, that's funny as shit, towards the finish line, which was about 40 yards away. So, how many hips do you think were broken? Well, only two racers stumbled and fell during the sprint, and no one was hurt. But goddamn, we gotta do this more often, because you know that's gonna be one fucked up show. And also in Oak Park and River Forest High School in Oak Park, Illinois, underwent a cybersecurity audit. Well, CheckCrunch reported the vendor mistakenly reset every student's password, which prevented students from being able to log into their Google accounts and made whatever cybersecurity firm it was their favorite. Naturally, the school wanted to rectify the situation, so on June 23rd, they sent parents an email. And it said, to fix this, we have reset your child's password to... Well, I'm not going to give it out, but they can once again access their account with that. We strongly suggest that your child update this password to their own unique password as soon as possible. What could go wrong? Sounds like they got it fixed. Well, one of the students' mom, Manning Peterson, she had to let him know, this is terribly insecure and you have just invited every single student's account to get hacked. Good job. Took the school a day to realize that, yeah, it made a mistake, whereupon it promised to send a special password process that will be unique to your specific student. Which does sound better than, oops, we really fucked this one up good. And in other news this week, actually, a man in Nebraska was pulled over earlier this week after police got reports that someone was driving down the highway with quite the unusual passenger. The passenger actually ended up being a fully grown Watusi bull, named Howdy Doody of all things, who was riding shotgun in a modified sedan Wednesday morning on eastbound Highway 275. Well, the officers received a call reference, a car driving into town that had a cow in it. They thought it was going to be, you know, like a, a calf or something smaller, something that actually fit inside the vehicle. But no, once they did pull it over, they found Howdy Doody with his giant fucking horn staring him right in the face. We don't have any more story to this. We just thought that was pretty fucked up and wanted to tell you. And another news, dog ownership in Iran is frowned upon in many circles because dogs are considered unclean. And I don't know if they've noticed, but also half their fucking country is pretty unclean. But authorities took their biases to another level after a couple transferred the title of their apartment to their little white dog, Chester. A couple have no heirs as they didn't have any kids, and Chester signed with an ink-covered paw. Well, it seems kind of normal for Americans because, hell, we got a lady in New York who turned over her apartment to a room full of cats. But uh, Yahoo News is reporting that on August 19th, Iranian police arrested the head of the real estate agency and shuttered the firm that allowed it. Because according to Deputy Prosecutor General Reza Tabar, the sale seeks to normalize the violation of society's moral values. Which is fucking ironic considering that stoning people to death is one of the things they're most known for. And this one goes out to all of you that are a little worried about public restrooms, which admittedly are a gamble on the best day. But in Columbus, Indiana, a discovery in the bathroom at Mill Race Park raised the bar. David Lancaster, part of the cleaning crew, 
found a dead octopus in the toilet there on June 22nd. With his long tentacles hanging out of the bowl, Fox 59 TV reported that Mark Jones, director of the Parks Department, said he didn't know how the octopus had come to be in the toilet, but it had been removed, and I'm sure somebody ate well. Because let's face it, nobody joins the park services for the fucking money. Then here's one for the art world. German artist Werner Hartel of Reichenburn paints stunning agricultural and landscape scenes, mostly of cows. Oddity Central reported what heart sets Hartle apart and his medium of choice. Well, he uses diluted cow shit. Hartle places a canister beneath the cow's rear end as it poops and then mixes the dung with water. As he explains, I use watered-down dung for the light shades, and I use dung with no water mixed in for the dark shades. As he went on to explain, when it is wet, the paint is a bit funky. And when it's completely dry, it doesn't smell anymore. But what he's leaving out is you still have a big thing of shit hanging on your wall. Damn, finally tonight, students will go to just about any lengths to get out of a test, even outer space. So it wasn't Hemlock, Michigan on May 16th when an enterprising student reported an alien invasion to avoid a math test. And according to TVZTV, the student reported that ETs came from the skies in flying saucers and landed on the playground. And the rumors quickly began circulating amongst the student body on social media. But Superintendent Don Killingbeck wasn't having it. We have thoroughly investigated the situation. There is no evidence of any alien activity on our school grounds. And the fucking fact that they had to investigate that shit before making a statement is mind-boggling for a school. You would imagine that would be the one place that would be smart enough not to do that. I've got a brand new bike, but they've got guns at home. And unless I want to find out, they can have the bicycle. It's hard to live. Just lit a tire on fire after stealing my garden hose. It was never nice to live here, but at least we had a cold. These hicks stick with a rebel flag and a baby mama on the porch. We've nowhere left to go, but we know we can't stay here. The SWAT team's here at least twice a week and his kids always stealing my beer. And that is our show for this week. Thanks for tuning in and checking out the Peter Bud Network. Remember, next week is our last episode, so get in your votes for what songs you want to hear. Music episode number three. 
Remember that you can still like and subscribe to our pages that are scattered all over social media and where all fine podcasts are available, except Apple. Like those guys. Our archives are staying put as well, so make sure to stop by PeterPodNetwork.com to stay up to date on all the progress towards the new shows in February. And special thank you to all those that helped with the show along the way. The beautifully big-breasted Gretchen, our man the legend, Ashley, Jesse, and everybody else, thank you from the cockles of our heart. And with that, I am Peter Bod. He's Will in the back. And for the second to last time, from all of us to you, go out and do something. You're starting to smell. Have a great week. We'll catch you next time. Here we are with what you want.